Thank you for tuning in to the Monarch Touch Podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra and I will be your host. Today's recording is going to sound um, a lot different because I'm not in my usual location. I'm actually in a hospital and we will talk about that in a little bit. So back to the show. Thursday morning was a wonderful start to my day. I dropped my little guy, Lewis off for his first day at Puppy Social, where he's going to learn how to uh, behave with the help of a professional trainer. When I brought him home, I could tell that because he's a little insecure and not used to this kind of stimulation yet, he was a bit overwhelmed. So coming home and getting to sleep on his bed was just the thing he needed to settle down his little body. Later that day, I checked in with my 17-year-old son because he started having problems about a month ago with going to bed and not waking up until 5 in the evening. Well, it happened one time. Then he started sleepwalking um, a couple of other days, and so we couldn't figure out what was going on. I didn't think it was a critical problem because he was sleeping and he's a teenager. But it was my sister, Tina, who is a seasoned nurse, that told me to bring him to the ER. So I had to get him dressed because he wasn't waking up and my husband pulled him up by his arm and held him up to walk him into the car. Ethan had his eyes open, but it was like he wasn't there. When we got into the hospital, they took him right in and started to call it a stroke alert. And my heart sank and my mind couldn't rationalize to answer the questions they were all asking me. As they started to learn that his lack of responses were not from a stroke, but were from his blood sugar being too low, The pieces that seemed like random incidences started coming together and form the bigger picture. I never realized the necessity of the brain and body needing glucose in order for it to survive. But for whatever reason, my son is overproducing insulin and his blood sugar dropped to 26 and he was becoming comatose. Our lives in an abrupt moment tipped upside down and all that we thought was important suddenly became irrelevant. We all had been planning for our future, making steadfast, disciplined choices to get us ahead in life. Each of us, my husband with his new handyman business, me with my clients, podcasts, and my book, and my son, he's getting ready to uh, begin his senior year dual enrolled at Daytona State College. But now, instead of looking ahead to what the future will bring, we are living moment by moment, having to wait on the doctors for answers which never come as fast as we all want them to come and yet here we are not by desire but with need and with this need we wait there is no more planning until we have a diagnosis no more getting ready for work or for school inside the hospital the world stops and here it feels as though someone just paused my life and so Time is different in here. Priorities and needs take new form. Perspective, the way in which we see the world changes in the hospital. I didn't fully realize this until I walked my sister out and I found myself waiting at the doorway to send her off. She snuck in to visit my son and now it was time for her to go. I walked her to the door and was ready to watch her go. I couldn't leave because it felt like an invisible shield was holding me inside, but she is a nurse and she knows all about these two very different worlds. She has traveled back and forth from each world so often that she's able to help patients with this transitioning. I didn't even know this was a thing until she had to coax me to walk out of the hospital and 
feel the outside world again. And as I was walking away, I broke down. Everything I was feeling that had no words to attach came out and there I was suddenly in the outside rain crying on my sister's shoulders, letting my emotions be released into the open air to be free. Outside, I no longer needed to be strong. Out here I can let go. Surrender. This is what I had to do. Surrender what I didn't know. Surrender my expectations of time. Hurry up and wait. This seems to be the motto here. Everything is said to be soon, but I don't think any of the hospital staffs know what soons mean. Waiting to eat. Can't do that because we are waiting on the sonogram. Can't get that done because we are on a new bag of sugar water so the alarm will turn off. Waiting on the pharmacy to bring it. All this needs to happen so we can get answers. Waiting on the diagnosis. Test after test and still no answers. How do we live our best lives when life doesn't go our way and we are told to wait in the messiness of life? My baby, my sweet 17-year-old son, had been told that he has insulinoma. Surgery is inevitable. We just don't know yet how invasive it's going to be. The only way for the doctors to know the plan before surgery is to get him an MRI. So Ethan is trying his best to be brave through his fear of going into a tight-fitting machine regardless of the fact that he's claustrophobic. We are right smack in the middle of the mess and there is nowhere to go but through it. We have been waiting what feels like forever and we are narrowing down the details and it's scary. It's all becoming very real. There is no avoiding, no escaping, no procrastinating. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Life can be scary and uncertain. How do we walk through the scariness without fear? If you notice, Psalm 23 doesn't start with the problem. It doesn't begin with what is on our mind first. It begins with knowing who we are going to follow. And we cannot follow if we are not looking at the right thing. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Imagine out in the field, sheep running wild. When the shepherd comes to gather them, these sheep know the sound of the voice of their shepherd. And so when he calls, they come following even from far away. Sometimes we go astray and not even realize that we have wandered off. It may be when we hear the shepherd calling that we take notice how far we have gone. Sometimes it takes scary, uncertain moments for us to question what we are looking towards for strength and guidance. When we feel fear, it is a great time to ask this question, who is my shepherd? What is leading me? If I am wanting anything other than God at this moment, then I have lost my way. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Just five days ago, I was planning for my future success. I have been working hard at growing my clientele list, creating podcasts, and writing my book. I have been training my dogs up to be therapy dogs and strengthening my body to run a marathon. But when we carried our son into the ER, all that stopped. Not at first, though. First, we thought about how much is this going to cost us? Is this really an emergency? Can we figure this out on our own? Once we walked into the emergency room and how the people responded, there came a moment we had to let go of what we no longer could control and fall into complete surrender to his will, not mine. He makes me lie down in green pastures. 
nothing to do but wait on the Lord and decide if we will choose to follow him. This means we look to him for everything, and this is why we do not want. Regardless of the outcome, God is and will always be in control. Can I surrender to his will? I can pray. I can ask others to pray with me. But when he makes me lie down in green pastures, will I allow him to lead me to still waters? If I look to everything and anything but God for comfort, then I will miss the opportunity for him to lead me. There is peace in the letting go of my need for control when I look to God and trust in his power, trust in his love, choose to follow his voice when my name is being called. When we do surrender our will to his, this is how he restores our soul. When was the last time you had been made to lie down in green pastures? Did you go there fighting or were you able to remember that the Lord is your shepherd? Do you want control even when you know it's getting taken away? Do you fight against the truth of what is happening? Or can you surrender your will and come back to following the Good Shepherd even when it's difficult? While it's painful, will you choose to follow him to lead you where he wants you to go? The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the waters. He restores my soul. Our restored souls don't usually come the way we think they ought to come. This is why it is so important to allow him to do the leading and us do the following. God is good and his plans are just. Can you see him in the mess? Will you surrender your will and follow him? These are great questions, but we don't know the truth until we are put to the test, right? And so when the tests come your way, decide ahead of time where you will go for strength. I am telling my story while I'm in my mess, in my uncertainty, not knowing what tomorrow is going to bring. But this is our sweet spot because this is the place where we get to see where our faith really stands. Nothing grows our relationship to God better than this difficult moment. So this is what I'm saying. Do not be afraid to be here in the mess. I share my story because this is real life, unfiltered. It's easy to read out of textbooks or the Bible what we are supposed to think, supposed to do. But the truth is, life is messy and not everything fits nice and tidy into these little boxes of supposed to do. We use these moments as our opportunities to learn how to walk in faith. Sometimes we stumble, but then when we notice that we are afraid, notice feeling overwhelmed in life, notice we lost our way, we use those negative, destructive feelings as our cues to remind ourselves to turn back our attention to the one who knows the way. He is our good shepherd. When we are willing to turn our eyes to Jesus, follow him where he calls, even through the hard stuff in life, and let God lead us to still waters, we will find a greater peace than what the whole world will ever offer. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, not now, but when I get out of my hospital, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be, may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. 
if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page, Monarch Touch, and leave your comments there. I appreciate you, and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.